Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Gather around, all you Chiles and Chiles, because we're going on the great British ghost tour right here on Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, and with me, my co-host, the amazing blonde bombshell herself, and Carrigan. I'm amazing. Amazing. Wow. Were you trying amazing. to like? Great. Were you trying to do a British accent? Hell no. I don't know I, what you were doing. I can't even do an American accent. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah. It's a struggle. It's so a struggle. There you go. So How you go. been? I feel like I've been gone forever. You have been. That's besides I, the point. No. Well, hi. Moving hi, everybody. Along. Happy to be back. Yeah, we're happy to have you, too. I can tell. It shows. Yes, it does. Anyways, <laughs> we have someone who will be coming to America this very fall, and we're not talking about that boring Englishman, Steve Parsons. We're oh. talking about some. Uh-oh. Dylan Jones. Dylan? Hello. Sorry, the line is uh, it's really dropping out. So um, I'm getting bits and pieces, but uh, really? <laughs> it's not a particularly good line, yeah. Oh, no. This isn't good. Well, can you hear me, Dylan? I'm the important I can, one. Yes, I can hear you, Anne, yes. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know if we have to uh, so, call Ron back. No, I'm here. Are you still there? Okay. Yeah. I'm just I if you can't hear me, why should I talk? Well, you're a host of the show. You might want to talk. Oh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, this is, uh, this is really fun because we have, uh, as I mentioned, Dylan, who will be here this September. Uh, well, Yay. so... Um, I'm looking forward to meeting him, and uh, I've spoken to him. Yeah. Okay. I, can you guys hear me? Here and there. Here well, and that's, there. That's the... Yeah, you're cutting out on me, too. The conversation. So. Let me see what I can do on my end. All right. Go ahead. Carry on. All right. I'll carry on. Dylan, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. That is lovely. So I see you on Facebook. I've never yeah. met you. And I know I'm really excited to meet you in the fall at Spirit Quest. And so am I. I, I literally can't wait to be there. I'm just I'm marking off the days on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. So you are all over the UK. I see you traveling all over the place. Mm. So... You're going on the, the it's the British British Ghost Hunt. Have I got that right? The, the Great no. British Ghost Tour. The Great British Ghost Tour. Yeah. So God, what I are you? I sent you a link. You did not. I Ron, didn't... Ron said he sent me a link. I did. A messenger you told. <laughs> oh, wow. It's good he's cutting out. He's calling me names now. Um well, I know he told me Dylan was going to be on the show. Maybe I missed the link. I'll have to go back and look. But anyways, so Dylan, what, 
What is the purpose of this whole ghost tour? Well, it started back in about 2010, where I, I was I was actually off work. Uh, I was struggling with a back injury, and I was really looking for something to sort of occupy my time. And I thought, I know, I'll do a bit of web design, because I've always been interested in ghosts and hauntings ever since I was a child. But I wanted to sort of bring together a website where people could go on there and see if there were stories associated with the area in which they lived. And I had this huge library of books on ghosts and so and not so on uh, and i thought of wouldn't it be just a nice way to have this website where there were little snippets to sort of whet people's appetite if they could go and have a look and encourage them to find out more for themselves so i started compiling all the different counties around england and wales and scotland and ireland and gradually building up um, accounts associated with different places so what you've got now is, you know, uh, nearly 10 years later, uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of uh, accounts and stories from all over the British Isles that you can dip in and out of and mm-hmm. create your own sort of virtual tour that you can think, right, I'm going to visit this place and this place. Um, then you've got some references on there as well for the the map references and also books that you can actually go to as well. Because what I didn't want to do was give away too much detail. I want people to actually go out there and do a bit of research themselves, Mm -hmm. read the books that have been published, um, you know, for the actual accounts. Um, So it's it's sort of to create and celebrate uh, the wonderful haunted heritage that we have in the UK. Awesome. That's that's fabulous because be able to be able to put it all together yourself if you want to go. Yeah. Out, that's that's fabulous. And and if anybody is looking for the link for Dylan and the Great British Ghost Tour, I've just posted it on our Ghost Chronicles Facebook page, Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation. I already and, posted it. Oh, Ron posted it too. So it's the Great British Ghost Tour dot co dot uk. Yep, that's right. Awesome. So uh, I, you, the thing I found interesting about it, because I, I was going through and doing a little tour myself, is that you have so many different subjects, which is kind of intriguing. Uh, you know, everything from, uh, uh, oh, God, uh, different haunted locations like pubs, hospitals, and, and you name it, and and different types of hauntings like hitchhikers and and I mean, it, it's it's really a cool place. It, do you have a favorite section? Oh my goodness! Is that, the chill that is a real. There are always things that appeal to me uh, in each one. Um, picking a favorite, my goodness. Um, pubs are always good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. For many different reasons. Um, (laughs) I've got a list for when I come to New England. Concord is on there. I've got to go there. There's a good pub there. Um, Mm. So, yeah, they're a good place to start, you know, for for not just the the ghostly spirits, but also the ones you you drink. Um, (laughs) But... uh, I mean, there there are some fantastic pubs. um, uh, And in the UK, you know, it's the place, it's the birthplace, I think, of, of the of pub, course. the public house. It mm-hmm. was it was the focal point of, of many communities. Um, and there are some fantastic haunted pubs. Uh, I'm just trying to th- particularly, um, there's, where I live in Derbyshire, there's, uh, there's one called the Abbey Inn, um, which is the haunt of a, of a white lady. 
Um, and what you tend to find is that a lot of the phenomena in, that you find in British pubs, they're quite the same wherever you go. Um, so you often find things like the barrels being interfered with uh, in the cellar and that can kind of will turn themselves off and on. Um, you know, there are also these weird and wonderful um, stories associated with them. We have a, a, a fantastic little pub in uh, the village of Eam in Derbyshire, which was a very famous uh, village in, it's in England. It was known as the Plague Village. Oh. Um, and it might have even featured on um, on the Teller of Clurious Tales at oh. one point. Um, uh, well, the Miner's Arms which is a 17th century inn in this village, uh, actually dates back to about 1630. And it's reputed to be very haunted with apparitions, including an old woman wearing a black bonnet, a black cape and boots. And it's been suggested that she was a former landlord's wife who was murdered there in the 17th century. Um, And you tend to find a lot of these stories associated with pubs are connected with some sort of intrigue with smugglers and that kind of thing. So, yeah, pubs are a really cool place to visit. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, you get those unsavory people, you know, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you do, do, you do. Um, but, uh, of course, there are other things as well. Um, one, one of the other things that we, we tend to have um, as a bit of a, a phenomena in, in the UK is that of the phantom funeral. Yes. Um, yeah, now, I, I don't know whether that, I mean, I'm assuming that's you know, one of the sort of peculiarities um, that, that happen in both in, in Wales and, and England, where um, the route of a, a funeral procession, um, somebody has sighted some, something like a, a coffin on its own, just oh. drifting silently along. Uh, and then a couple of days later, somebody in the village has died, and that's the route the procession has taken. Um, certainly in Welsh folklore, uh, there's a lot of that kind of thing that happens. So phantom funerals are, are quite interesting as well. But you don't find them reported very often nowadays. So that, no. that, one of the other things that I found doing the website is that you can often trace sort of um, what's in fashion uh, and what was in fashion. Oh. Um, pretty much like today where you've got, you know, you have shadow people or the slender man and how that's evolved. And it, it's the same with certain things like phantom funerals. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we, we have quite a few funeral uh, processions in the U.S. as well. I mean, uh, Abraham Lincoln's train, for instance, is is, yes. is, a, yep. is seen as well as I know out in the Midwest, and I can't remember the details, is an anniversary haunting of a funeral, and a, it passes through town on a particular day. Uh, so we do have them as well. Uh, but I think yours are, you know, you, you've had more opportunities since we are such a little country. That's a baby hit for you guys. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, one of the, the things I also liked on there was that you look at other things and just uh, haunted stuff as well. Why well, can't this, this page? Mm. You know, uh, the, the different, like the dogs and stuff, to me, is I, I've always been fascinated by uh, hellhounds and uh, shucks and, and all of the black dogs. Uh, it, it, do you find many uh, uh, reports today? Um, no. Um, again, this is, seems one of the things that w- was seemed to be of a, of a sort of almost like a fashion. You know, um, they they would go. Um, there was a great. They, I think they were quite common in the sort of seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth century. One of my favourites uh, actually took place. 
uh, a couple of miles from where I grew up. And that, that story started in about the 1840s um, when two ghostly dogs accompanied some children as they were walking home late one evening. And the two animals left the children feeling quite secure and safe, only to disappear once the youngsters reached their house. Now, there's those kinds of stories, but there's also the one of the famous Black Shuck, uh, which is said to haunt some of the coastline in certain parts of England, which is a rather nasty, large, black dog with a single eye the size of a saucer, often described as being quite fiery. Um, And a bit like Lord of the Rings and Sauron, that kind of look. That's what I always imagine Mm -hmm. it as. Um, But those, you know, strike fear into the local population. Um, But there's some suggestion they could have been the sort of uh, ploy of smugglers trying to keep people away from certain areas. Uh But, yeah, I mean, the the spectral dogs, there's a lot of reports of those throughout the UK. There's the famous attack on the the churches, the two churches, and uh, they have the weather vehement fact of of the black shuck. and uh, you know, you can still go and see the scratches on the door of the church where the where it was attacked. Yeah, yeah. Do you what, 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 I mean, do you know where that is offhand? Off the top of my head, no. I've heard about it, but uh, no, couldn't tell you that one. I'm sorry about that. That's to me, it was it was really intriguing because it basically it occurred on two different churches on the same day. Uh, and, right. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I mean, you've got the, the you've got the dogs as well, which uh, uh, inspired Arthur Conan Doyle for the Hound of the Baskervilles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, they're very much in in British folklore. Yeah, there's there's a grave of of another man, uh, a famous earl or or some type of um, royalty that he's entombed, and and, and his his tomb is guarded by uh, black dogs as well. Uh, if you mm. go around. You get you can get attacked by them and so forth. They come off. Yeah, yeah. I think that one could be in Devon. I believe it is. I believe it is. Right. I I don't know. Yeah, I think that's Buckfastley Church in Devon. Yeah. Yes. So those that stuff is really cool. I mean, we always think about you know the ghosts and we think you know Anne Boleyn and Henry VIII or whatever. You know, we don't think of these other creatures and and. Phenomena, I guess, is the word mm. that I'm looking for yeah. that, that occur. And to me, those are the fun things to research. Yeah, because I mean, cause in, in Britain, I mean, there's loads of different mythical creatures. I mean, the Irish have the leprechauns, the English have the fairies, uh, there are goblins and all sorts of weird and wonderful things um, you know, so they are fascinating, very much that make our folklore wonderful. There's no other way of describing it. It really is brilliant. And, of course, you have something that we will never have, and that is uh, you have a section on Ro- Roman reverence. Revenance. Yay. Yes. <laughs> something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think they quite managed to get across the pond, did they? No, not quite. <laughs> and the, the most famous, I think, is the treasurer's house. But what other ones are there yes. you could talk to us about? Well, um, fortunately, where I grew up in Newport in South Wales, um, there's about about three miles from where I lived. Uh, is a, a little uh, village called Caerleon, which is very, very famous in terms of um, Roman life. Um, and it's well-renowned throughout the UK for its uh, Roman amphitheatre that they, they found. There's a Roman baths there. Uh, there's a, a Roman barracks. 
Um, so it was quite a, a, a significant Roman sector in its day. Um, and people claim from that that there are still some of them left behind. Now, the amphitheater stands uh, just outside the Roman walled area of the town, and it could seat a whole legion, which was about 6,000 spectators. So mm. it would have been quite a spectacle in its day. Wow. And it's even today it's used for open air events and reenactments. Um, but people have reported the sound of Roman soldiers' footsteps. How they know they're Roman soldiers' footsteps, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between a Roman <laughs> footstep and a modern footstep. I'm not quite sure. Um, but in other places, um, Roman soldiers have been seen. Um, and, it, you know, it very much associated around that part of the village, you know, the sights and sounds of, uh, of Roman soldiers. Um, but I think the most famous one, as you mentioned, Ron, is undoubtedly the Treasurer's House in York, where um, they've been seen periodically walking through the basement. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Now, are there, are there reports in, in one country more than the other, you know, like England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales? Does one have an uh, edge on the others as far as ghostly? I think, depending on who you would speak to, um, <laughs> each, each country might claim the claim the title to that one. Um, obviously, in terms of land size, England is is by far the biggest. Um, but I mean, I, I'm being Welsh and perhaps a little bit biased. Um, <laughs> but you know, we're only a small country, only just about three million people. But there seems to be a heck of a lot of things going on there in certain parts of Wales. Um, <laughs> But Scotland, they will, the Scots will say Edinburgh is one of the most haunted cities in Britain. Um, York tries to lay claim for that in England. Um, it's very hard to pick. I wouldn't like to. Oh, I can imagine. So I, your website is humongous. I mean, mm. there's, there's so much information on here, and it's broken down. If anybody wants to hop on, it's England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and then into you know, subcategories beyond that. Um, and we do have a question from our chat room. Um, do you have a favorite place, Dylan? Oh, I do, actually. Um, <laughs> I have a few different favorites. I have a few favorites for different reasons. Um, but my favorite is, um, is a house uh, in the south, one of the valleys in South Wales, and it's called Flankaiachvara Manor. Um, now, it was built in the 1640s, um, and it featured prominently in the English Civil War. And Colonel Pritchard, who, um, who was the, the owner of the property and his family lived there, um, and it's now a living history museum. Uh, so visitors who go there will be taken back to the year 1645 um, and be shown around the house by uh, it, the servants. Um, but there are a lot of stories associated with it. And uh, back in 2006, I spent a lot of time um, visiting the property, researching it. I wrote a book about it. Um, sadly, it never got published. I got paid for it. And, um, oh, oh, no. Yeah, the I was just going to yes. say, when you get it? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the council paid me to do this piece of work. Uh -huh. you know, 35,000 words, interviewed lots and lots of people, spent endless hours in the property itself. Uh -huh. um, they never published it. Um, oh, but if no. you want a copy, I'll bring one over. Yeah. I'll, I'll get <laughs> it so you can read it. Yeah. But, yeah, but the stories from that place were absolutely fascinating. Um, 
and they predated the paranormal reality television craze that swept us in about 2001 onwards. Um, and there were some really interesting stories. The trouble is now is that because they do ghost tours and that kind of thing, it, it's, you know, it, it's hard to, you know, to sort the wheat from the chaff now as to, as to what people are saying that, that is credible and what isn't anymore. Um, but there was a host of different ghosts there. Absolutely. There was um, Colonel Pritchard. Footsteps have been heard. Children's voices and laughter have been heard. There's a ghost of a housekeeper seen on the top floor. There's uh, a rather curious apparition of a little boy called a blackamoor. Uh, now, a blackamoor, many people won't have heard of that, uh, was a, uh, an African slave boy who was brought over uh, as a servant. Um, and he has been sighted sitting on the stairs. Um there's been a disembodied hand seen reaching through one of the doorways. Oh, cousin uh, it. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Or is, or is it thing? Is it it or thing? Thing, thing. thing? Cousin it's okay. the hairy one. It's just a... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and the, the some of the uh, accounts um, have been really, really fascinating. The best one for me was um, a reenactor because they have a lot of civil war reenactments there uh, and i think there's a a, a similar um sort of thing that has, has been reported at the likes of gettysburg where, where they do the reenactments and it seems to almost initiate some phenomena happening um that you know they will they'll be sat around their campfires on gettysburg of an evening and they'll have noticed a soldier thinking it was another reenactor when in fact it wasn't well, on oh one God. occasion at Flankarikvara, that actually happened, was that they were, there was a, a gentleman in full reenactment dress taking a break. He stopped to turn to, to speak to somebody who, was, who he thought had just arrived in the hall. Um, and then this, this individual just disappeared in front of him. God. Wow. <laughs> so, but I love the house. It's one of those places that's got amazing character. And you, you, you walk in it and it's not scary. It's very welcoming. It's a lovely atmosphere. Um, but people report some very odd things there. Mm. Do people, so is it just a place like for tours? Do people actually live there or? They don't live there anymore. Um, okay. It was used as a farmhouse for quite a number of years, um, but now it's, it's a living history museum. You can visit it during the day uh, and they do the ghost tours um, from sort of March, uh, so October to March each year. Mm-hmm. Um on sort of a couple of evenings a week, uh, and they are very, very popular. You know, nice. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's an amazing place. But most of the things happen during the day. Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, they can happen any time of the day. Exactly. Right? Yep. Right. Yep. Oh my God, that's funny. So, of course, because I'm a graveyard person. Yeah. One of your categories is ghostly graveyards. Yep. And so do you have a favorite here or any you can recommend? <laughs> oh, a, f- a favorite in uh, from from the UK. Well, let's see. I think I clicked on England. Well, right. I'm not sure. Let me. Mm. Yeah, I think I clicked on England. Uh, but any any that come to mind are fine. Not like I'm going to really... Be I think one of my favourite ones is, uh, it, again, it's in Wales. I, I'm going to be biased. Um, one of the little valleys communities um, 
there is a Millstream and churchyard in a place called Ebu Vale. And it, it's, it's a ghost of a young woman who's been seen carrying her baby. Uh, and she's been seen in the area of the Millstream and churchyard for, for quite a number of years, uh, described as a, simply a white misty form that walks steadily along the path by the stream. And according to accounts, um, she disappears by the stream, uh, which takes a bend near to a bridge. And, and she's also been spotted on the other side of the bridge, walking through the closed church gates. Now, who she is, they don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those sort of quite touching, sad oh, tales. That's so sad. Yeah. But I yeah. think um, we, we don't seem to have this um, thing about haunted churchyards in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, having, you know, I read about you know, uh, accounts from obviously Britain a lot, but I've collected quite a few books on uh, ghosts and hauntings from from America, and there seems to be much more of an interest in ghostly graveyards over there. (laughs) That's true. I know a lot of people who like to investigate uh, ghost hunt in graveyards. To me, it's not really appealing, because I personally feel that would be the last place someone would want to hang out and haunt, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, sure. There's yeah. plenty of people out there who disagree with me, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I've I know a lot of people that haunt. I mean, <laughs> hunt, ghost <laughs> hunt in uh, graveyards. So well, it, it's funny because over the last couple of days, I've, I've got this pile of books next to me as I speak uh, of places um, in in New England, specifically Massachusetts. And I'm thinking well, a couple of the graveyards there that have been mentioned. There's one in Leicester. That sounded quite good. Spider gates. Yes. Oh, yes. don't go. Do not go. <laughs> ask, ask Ron his opinion about spider gates. Biggest, <laughs> biggest disappointment of my entire life. <laughs> uh, also, the meeting Steve Parsons. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's that's. Oh. Just he said, yeah. He's away on holiday. He's not listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> although he, although he did call in on holiday, he called in from a haunted McDonald's on on yesterday. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the things. But mentioning Leicester as a, as a, a, a supposedly haunted graveyard, mm-hmm. that it caught my attention because you know I was working in Leicester yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the Leicester in England, not the Leicester yes. where you are. Save save so- your trip. <laughs> I am serious, Dylan. I was so just never, ever, ever disappointed. I mean, this thing has so much, you know, mystique about it, so many legends about it, and you get there and blah. Oh, speaking uh, about Ron. that, speaking about that, we have to take a break. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he is a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest this evening, Dylan Jones from the Great British Ghost Tour. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it this evening. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh. No steam around. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, yeah. Not be, not, nobody to be very pedantic or awkward. So, and... <sighs> you know what? You know what, Dylan? I know that uh, you and you and Steve are good mates, but you yeah. are also a member of his parascience team. Yes. So, what's it like to work with Steve? <laughs> uh, fascinating. It really is. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's an anomaly himself. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The yeah. nicest. No, he's he's he is a consummate professional. He knows pretty much everything that needs to be known about the subject. You know, they say there are no. They say there are no experts in the paranormal. That's wrong. Um, there are, um, but I think it's a multidiscipline field. Um, so you need people with different skill sets to come together to work together to help each other out. But Steve is a. You know, they, we have a saying: um, Jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Steve is very much into the master of all. Mm. He is he is very very capable. Yeah, I'm the face. <laughs> I love Steve. Don't pick on Steve. He's not here to defend himself. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll get he's, his own back in September. He's always nice to me. Yes, Ron. Whatever. I As, wonder. I wonder why. Because he's you know I'm nice to him, so he's nice to me. Because <laughs> oh, you're a woman. Because you're a woman. And oh you're- really? Yeah, okay. ooh, and you are at the little British accents. It's like, oh, oh he's so British. He's so cute. Oh. I've never said that to him. No, but it's just, it shows in your actions. Oh, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Anyways, moving right along. <laughs> this September, I mean, Dylan not only is a member of Parascience, but he is also a member, well, I don't know if I can say this, but... Uh, he has been believed to be the teller of curious tales. Oh. We, we can't verify this, 
But really? you understand that when Dylan and Steve come over here to Spirit Quest uh, this September, September 28th, 29th, and 30th, there will be a live performance of the Teller of Curious Tales. Now, I, it's just a rumor. I, I, I'm not sh- sure if I can verify it, but have you ever heard anything about this, Dylan? Well, I have to say that I, I, I do know the Teller. We, we, we do get on very, very well. Oh, it, it's kind of like a Batman Bruce Wayne. You'll never see them <laughs> together in the same room. Mm-hmm. You won't see me and the teller in the same room at the same time, you know. Um, but I, I, I believe what he says is that there is going to be something very, very special at Spirit wait. Quest this year. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited. So yeah. going back to your website, the uh, the mm. Great British Ghost Tour, um, one of the things that is also intriguing, there are so many intriguing things on the site, is uh, and, and so this is something that we don't really hear too much about in the U.S., and that is haunted churches. But you look at the list, it's a huge list on, on the site. Why do you think there are so many haunted churches in the UK? Wow, very good question. Um, <laughs> the whys. Oh, crikey. Um, oh, crikey. <laughs> dear me. Yeah, I mean, it's probably because there's, there's a lot of association between you know, the paranormal and religion. Um, mm-hmm. And you tend to find that a lot of the churches a lot of the abbeys and the priories, um, you can probably guess what the kind of ghosts are associated with them. You know, there's a lot of monks and nuns. Um, So, you know, religion in in, in Britain, where there was a lot of religious persecution, featured quite heavily. Um, So a lot of the stories are associated with, you know, you tend to find ghost stories are generated by, you know, tales of murder and deception and that kind of thing. So um, a lot of, you know, a lot of, violent deeds were associated with taking place at churches so some claim that they've left their scar on them um whether you subscribe to that theory or belief or not is up to you but yeah i mean there are a lot of haunted churches Mm -hmm. and and you know one of the i think is one of the most amazing photographs uh is the the one that was taken of that dark figure by the altar oh Uh, yes (laughs) Yeah. Do you, can you know the circumstances behind that at all, Dylan? That one was taken, I believe, in, I think it was about the 1960s, I think. And it took place at the uh, Church of Christ the Consoler in Skelton on Ewer in North Yorkshire. Um, now, it's also known as Newby Church, and it's quite, I think it's a Victorian Gothic uh, building. And the image was taken in 1963 by the Reverend K.F. Lord, and he claimed that when he took the photograph, there was nothing there. There was mm-hmm. nobody standing at the altar, but when the film was developed, there's this figure, and it's, I think it's quite an intimidating-looking figure it is. when you look at the picture. I mean, he's got this, you know, there's obviously the dark robes, and then there's this white cowl that's covering his face, and all you can see is that it's the holes for the eyes. Um, mm-hmm. Now, some might think that, I mean, to, to me, and this is purely my opinion... It does look a little bit theatrical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of credence was given to these pictures because of who allegedly, well, who took it. Right. You know, people would say, oh, it's a, you know, um, it's, a, it's a reverend. He's not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Well, well. <laughs> you know, they have been known to. So <laughs> uh, I'm not saying this one is, obviously. But, I mean, it, you know, it, it just raises a lot of questions, I think. And there's never been a... You know, a satisfactory explanation for it. Uh, people have put forward the fact that it's a hoax. Who knows? 
Yeah, and, and Steve and I talked about it on the show before. And we, we're both not of that opinion. We believe that the the, the, the photograph, I'm not going to say, is, is that of a ghost, but it's it mm. certainly... Uh, we don't believe it's faked, uh, especially at that time period. They didn't they didn't have all the uh, paraphernalia we had now. Right. And you could easily pick up on it. So uh, it, it is a it's a it's an awesome photo. Do you know the one I'm talking about, Ian? No, I, I don't. I don't out. think I've seen it. I will dig it out and put it put it on the uh, the uh, Facebook page. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, it's a cool photograph, and there are certain photographs to me that I find are uh, really, really cool. And uh, the one, there's a, you know, the, that one there is I find really intriguing. Also, of course, the uh, the, the one taken by the two uh, photographs for for the country magazine, uh, the lady, uh, and, uh, what's the name of that one, Dylan? Oh, the brown lady at Rainham Hall. Thank you, thank you, brown lady <laughs> yeah. at Rainham Hall. I mean, that's another one that, oh, that I... Superb, that is. Yeah, and, and the, the thing I like about it, it was that, you know, it wasn't taken as, as a bunch of ghost hunters going out looking for something. They were doing legitimate work and taking legitimate pictures, and, and this is what came out. So it has... A, to me, that has more credibility than than a lot of these photographs that you see by ghost hunting groups, because right. you know, I mean, those are the ones that I find uh, far more uh, intriguing and 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 legitimate. Because you know, people aren't there claiming they saw ghosts or anything else. They were just doing their job or, or, or taking photographs, and this shows right. up. And right. so the, there was no malice at the time. And now uh, Dylan just messaged us and sent us the um, link to the page, which so now I get to see the picture. That's pretty creepy. It is, isn't it? That's and can really... you post that on our page first then? Um, I'll see if I can. Okay. I think okay. I can save the image to my downloads. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. There it is. Okay. All right. Talk amongst yourself while I do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Dylan, uh, you, when you come over here for Spirit Quest in September, uh, mm. you will also be part of it. Uh, and I thank you so much for that. Uh, oh, you, I can't wait. You will be this year's, of course, Spirit Quest uh, 2018. Uh, the theme is In Search Of. And yes. you will be doing In Search Of what? The 10 Most Haunted Castles in Britain. Oh. And believe me, that's been a tough task. Mm. <laughs> I bet I can't. Do you imagine. know? Do you know how many castles there are? I can't. <laughs> no idea. No idea. In I Wales, like see them all. <laughs> in Wales, there are six hundred. Holy crap! Yeah, a lot of them aren't there anymore. They're just like mounds, but they're still classed as a castle. But mm-hmm. I mean, in England, there were there at one time there were one one thousand five hundred, two thousand in Scotland. Oh. Um, so it just gives you an idea of you know, <laughs> how many there actually were. Um, and and a lot, so many of them have got stories associated with them. And there are some fantastic stories. Mm-hmm. So narrowing it down to 10 has been tough. I would imagine. The other, the other interesting thing about castles, and, and most people don't really understand how great these fortifications were, is mm. that you might have an, a massive army, army coming to attack you, and you might have a two dozen men inside your castle, and yet you can hold them at bay. 
Yes, yeah, and and there are some cases where they held them at bay for months. But obviously, wow. that for for the attacking army, what they would try and do is basically let them starve stay them there up. and starve. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, and there are there are a few cases where they um, let them get to a point of weakness, so they would surrender, and then slaughtered them afterwards. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Barbaric times. How lovely. How lovely. Mm. <laughs> All right. Two that... hauntings as a result of that as well, I especially in Scotland. Oh my God. Okay, so that picture is up on our Ghost Chronicles page. I've managed to do that and get the background info on it. Thank you, Anne. For those who want to check it out. Yeah. Right. Thank you. <laughs> now, now, Dylan, uh, one thing I do want to ask you, and I can't remember what it was, but I know <laughs> one thing. So there you go. <laughs> okay. I just, I just lost my mind. Well, All right. I think it's on the floor over there in the corner. Wait a minute. Well, you go pick it up because okay. I have a question. All right, good. Thank you. I get a phone. I'm going to rescue you. All right. All right. So, all right. Here was something on your list: vampires. All oh, right. right. That's and there's not a lot of entries, as no. I don't think there's a whole lot of entries over here in America either. But I see five entries for vampires. So. Mm. Do you have one that sticks out in your mind about vampires? Or hopefully I'm not putting you on the spot. (laughs) The one one I like um, is the one that's associated with Cumbria in England. There's a place called uh, Croglin. And there's a a hall there which was reputedly the haunt of a vampire um, in about the 16th sorry the 18th and 19th century um depending on which source that you listen to and um there there are occasional ones that are associated um there's a quite uh there's a a ghoul which is quite similar to a vampire in some respects in uh in um in cornwall um but yeah there's not too many um yeah, it, it's something that it, it, I think Bram Stoker was responsible for uh, <laughs> for, the, for the most of it associated with Whitby, but that's the obvious one. Right. Well, we have, it's Mercy Brown, right, Ron, mm. in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's a that's yeah, our, vampire, but yeah. That's our it, big vampire, quote-unquote, but... There are, there, are, there are many, 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 there are dozens and dozens of cases of vampirism in the U.S., but a lot of, I mean, in New England alone, but a lot of those are, are uh, what I don't really consider vampires, but uh, they were believed to be, and in, in bodies were desiccated and everything because of it, but it was primarily due to consumption, consumption. and they believed it was mm. the result of uh, vampirism, and so uh, they would dig up bodies and do different things to them, so whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Eat the innards. Yeah. Ew. Burn, burn them, feed them to the second. Yeah. Not only kill them, but that's even... <laughs> what do we know? But, well, you, know, you know, I mean, at least we only knocked up a, a dozen witches or so here in the U.S. Uh, in the U.K., they were not so kind. No, um, they were pretty harsh, brutal times in the uh, 16th, 17th century. Um, there are quite a number of cases where, you know, poor unfortunate people were hung or burnt at the stake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. that and, same problem. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? I mean, one of the places that I've been absolutely itching to visit is Salem. Really? Uh, 
because from the age of 14, uh, and I, I, can, I can still remember sitting in school mm-hmm. reading The Crucible by Arthur Miller. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, you know, in drama lessons, we would read it out and act it out and that kind of thing. So that, you know, that had a, quite a profound effect on me um, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. So to actually visit that place now in September, I, I am really, really looking forward to it. Oh. And, and you know what? It's much more than about the witches, though. I mean, mm. it's, yes, I mean, uh, the House of Seven Gables is there. The, yeah. Some of the uh, the great inventors and, and authors would meet at the Lyceum and, and discuss things in, uh, of their books and inventions. And there, there's much, much more pirates. There's, you know, a lot of different things. I mean, granted, it is extremely commercialized, and, and I'm mm. not going to try to hide that fact. But the, the, some of the things, if you like visiting uh, old houses and stuff, the House of Seven Gables is still there, which yeah. – uh, I had I had at an early age I had an experience there I don't know if it's paranormal but there was a hidden staircase and when I went up there was someone there and uh, I, when I came down I asked I asked uh, who that was and they said there's no one up there so hmm. I have ah. never, I've never let, figured that one out for <laughs> so all these years but uh, that was many 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 moons ago hmm. but, yes, well, I, it's, I'm, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, I've always been a fan of history as well, but I, and I love the combination of hauntings and history, mm-hmm. um, both equally fascinating. And you know, I've like, never claimed to have experienced anything too interesting at a, a haunted house or anything, but the history itself is worth going for it on its own. Right. Oh, absolutely, and of course, they have also wonderful cemeteries mm. that you will need to check out. Really? You need to go to the Howard Street Cemetery. Do you think they're yeah. that wonderful, land? I'm sorry? Do you think they're that wonderful? I think that they're great examples. I mean, I, the, Ch- the Charter Street Cemetery dates from the 1600s. I mean, right. they're, yeah. they're fabulous examples of early Puritan carvings. And th- mm. there's there's a skeleton and like almost like a uh, Grim Reaper kind of wow. uh carving on one of them uh, in the Charter Street. So, I mean, it, it, yeah, I think they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, there, are, there are better examples of, of cemeteries, uh, uh, I think, and, and other places. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I've been to, the only ones differ. I've actually, the only ones I've actually been to, because I've, I've, I've visited Florida a few times, mm-hmm. um, are the ones in St. Augustine. Oh, um, yeah. And they're, they're pretty the oldest city in the United States, I believe. Yep, it right. is. Absolutely fantastic place. Absolutely gorgeous. Loved it there. Well, and I mean, as far as if you're going to go to a cemetery and you want to see the oldest stones, I mean, Charter Street has stones dating to 1637. That's oh. about as early as you're going to get in America. Yeah. yeah. So I really don't know what you're looking for in Broad Street Cemetery, 1655. So, mm, that's where I want to be. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. As a cemetery person, that's where I want to go. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to take a look, aren't I, when I get there? Oh, you need to. You need to. Yeah. Don't listen to Ron. Don't listen to Ron. <laughs> you'll have to take me there, Ron. You'll All have right. to show me. All right. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you get to? Well, I, I didn't want to break up the love fest here. Oh well, fine. Uh, do you get to go to a lot of these places, Stella? That you that you have on your website? I try to, um, particularly with my with my job. It involves me traveling around the UK quite a lot. Um, so I make it a purpose that if I'm going to go somewhere, um, I will set out perhaps a day earlier or a few hours earlier just to visit a location. Um, to take some footage of it, take some pictures, because I think it, it, it just adds a little bit of something else to the website. And that's um, the best kind of job to have. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the other week I was, um, I was working up in Scotland, mm-hmm. so I had the chance to go and visit uh, and have a good wander around Edinburgh. And oh, what wow. an amazing city that is. Um, yeah, it's on my know. bucket list. Oh, Ron, you have to. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, getting some footage there and, um, you know, that, that might feature in one of the top ten. You never know. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, it, it, it's, it's fantastic to be able and I think it's quite a privilege to be able to do that as part of uh, as my day-to-day life nice. and job. You know, it's, it's a lovely combination. So yeah. can you – what's your job? Now I need to know what, what's your job. What do you do? Well, my, my job is I'm, um, I, I freelance media work, but <laughs> – uh, I'm operations manager for a, um, a security company that looks after all outside broadcasts. Oh, wow. Yeah so, yeah, so I tend to travel all over the UK for oh, the football must... or soccer, as you call ah, it, the rugby, okay. the cricket. So I'm there to make sure that um, all the facilities are, uh, are looked Just after. They're safe. You're yeah. watching out for everybody. Yep. That's fantastic. That's that's and I that's. You just see the whole place everywhere. Yeah. And hence wow. the reason for the RV. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. I think Steve is very jealous of because of the red, because of the, because of the number plate. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yes. That's awesome. And, oh, it, you I love know, it. Bring mm. your little house with you. I'm, yeah, a, I'm, I'm in it right now. Camper. Oh, that's great. Yes, I'm in it right this moment. <laughs> is it haunted? Um, is it haunted? Um I don't think so. I've got a lot of Ghostbusters material hanging around in here, so probably not. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's my bucket list to, and I'm working, and I hope this is going to work. But uh, to do a tour from uh, Ireland, Wales, and Scotland, those are the, the, the what I plan to do, and yeah, uh, that's I'm going to make it happen sooner or later. You've got to do it, Ron. You've got to. Anyone, you've got to come over and have a look. Hopefully sooner than later, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, you know, when you're in 100, how old are you? 125? I don't know. I've lost, I don't track. lost count. I mean, I lost my mind. Why shouldn't I lose my age? Hey, you know, you've got to get on it, man. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I think I see my mind in the corner there. That could be a bit. <laughs> oh, no, no. Just a dust bunny. I'm sorry. It's over there with the thought you dropped half an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> So, where's a place you would love to visit? Uh, and it doesn't have to be in the UK. It could be anywhere. If you had a, you know, you had to do a, a place, somebody said, okay, Dylan, I'm going to, you've won a trip to anywhere you want to see whatever you want. What would it be? I'm going there in September. Uh, and I genuinely mean that. I, I'm, spirit Quest. I, he picked Spirit I, Quest. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I genuinely, I, I've been wanting to visit new england for pretty much as long as i can remember um um i've got 
I got like I think I bought about 150 books on ghosts in America. My goodness. Um, and I, I would genuinely love to be able to visit all states on a on a on a ghost tour of the USA. I would absolutely love to do that. Um, me too. I don't think my wife would let me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't think I could afford it. But um, certainly the chance to visit New England and um, you know check out some of the locations that I've been reading about. You know, some of them are iconic. You know, the Lizzie Borden Guest House. I mean, what. Whether it's haunted or not, I don't know. But you read about it, and you think, "Yeah, I've got to, I've got to cross that one off the list." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Winchester Mansion, that, those kind of places. Right. You know, you know. I'd love to go. My, do you have my first book, uh, Ghost Chronicles, Dylan? I do. And of See, course, yes. there's, there's a chapter on the Lizzie Borden uh, house mm. there, and uh, I'll tell you, that was one of the most interesting experiences that we that we ever had and, yeah. and regards to it. And you can ask haunted Devon about that because they were here at that time. And uh, yeah, it's a worth a peek. I mean, it, some yeah. people are disappointed by it, but you know, it is what it is. You just, it is the location where this happened and, and so mm. many other things. So it's definitely worth a peek. Yeah. I mean, I was fortunate when I visited Florida to, you know, check out some of the places in St. Augustine. Um, the lighthouse. And, sorry. The lighthouse. Uh, yes, visited that. Yes. Um, cemeteries. I was also fortunate to uh, meet uh, the author, Dave Latham, who has written a few books um, on Haunted St. Augustine and on uh, Ghost Hunting Florida. Um, nice. So, you know, yeah, he was really gracious. He actually signed a couple of the books. So we had, we had, we had a meal together and we spoke about loads of different things. And he actually suggested go and visit St. Augustine because of it. Um, so that gave me an extra insight into it. But yeah, there's, oh, there's just so many places, you know, it, it's just incredible. I really, oh, I could spend forever there if I could. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's the doorbell, which means mm. the zombie, zombies are here and pizza from the dead. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but, uh, Starving. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to uh, meeting you in uh, September. Uh, if- Likewise, Ron. Yep, and for those who are interested in, in uh, Spirit Quest and meeting Dylan, you can come to uh, go onto my website, which is negosproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and the Spirit Quest page is on there. It tells you know all the people that will be there, including Ann, myself, uh, Steve Parsons, Jeff Belanger. Uh, God, there's so many of them. We got uh, – who, who's that guy uh, that uh, – Ann, help me out here. It's your Sarah. friend. Derek Gunn. Derek Gunn and, and the guy that's doing Bigfoot. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ken DeCosta. Ken no, DeCosta. he's not doing big, Is he doing Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Yes, he is. Okay, yes. he's doing Bigfoot. Ken DeCosta. Yeah, yes. and, and, and uh, Lara Worcester will be doing a uh, gallery. Uh, gallery. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Leslie will be doing quantum spoon bending, so you can boon yeah, boon a skin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? And have you got wine over there too? I don't I know. Wish the hell I did. Okay. I think he's handsome. I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> I can't wait do. for the spoon bending. I'm really excited. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> so, anyways, own... yeah, go ahead. I'm going to bring my own spoon. You don't have to. We provide them. Oh, all right. Even better. There you go. So, anyways, Dylan, we want to thank you so much for staying up past your bedtime and uh, thank you. joining us here. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. So, oh, thanks, b- before Lord. you go, where are you? What town? I'm in Northampton. 
Northampton. Northampton. Yep. We have one of those too. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So there's the tunes we're going to go. Thank you for listening, everyone. Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next week. We will have a live show, a video show, right? Live show for me, Cam. Yes, live video show. All right. Good night. God bless. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.